0: When are you Tonight. getting engaged? Yeah. I ain't never doing it, man. I'm single like a middle finger for the rest of my life. Why? I'm living out the song. Man, I just feel like living yeah. out the song. Yeah, I'm living out the song. <laughs> What's up, guys? Trey Lewis here. Welcome to my podcast, the DM Monday Podcast. Uh, episode 18, is that correct? Yep. Yep. With uh, Trey Landed. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, buddy? Did you go I'm, fishing today? I'm good. No? Oh, yeah. Your boat's in the shop. Right? Boat's
1: in the shop, man. What's wrong with it? Uh, do you know Megan Patrick? Yeah. Uh, she broke my steering cable. Oh, no. She was steering my boat to the right, and then uh, she turned it too far, and Snap the cable. Snap the cable. Done. I played it off. Or were you just letting her borrow it, or what? We were on a little like retreat thing with our publishing company on the lake one day. Nice on a pontoon, and took my boat out there, and uh, was showing off.
0: Did you have to? Yeah.
1: Uh, did you have to tow it back, or what? Uh huh. So it won't turn at all. No, she's been in the shop for like three weeks, bro. Does that thing have power steering? My uh, boat doesn't. I don't think so. Yeah. Is that a thing?
0: Yeah. So, like the boats that have like the big motors on them, they'll have like power steering and that's a lot Hmm. easier to turn.
1: I've never had a big motor. So,
0: yeah, you don't need a big motor to catch fish. I mean, he out (laughs) we went fishing a few weeks ago and he outfished me. So,
1: did you caught your first bass
0: though on Percy Priest? Yeah, I caught my first bass on Percy Priest. I went with uh Will Hutchins the first time, he caught like 10, I caught zero. Hmm. So, I've
1: heard some good fishing stories about that fella.
0: Man, he's good, he's a good fisherman. Mm-hmm. He's uh he's a hell of a piano player too. A pianist.
1: A pianist.
0: <laughs> I love it. Uh anyways, yeah. man. Well, uh, how you been? What you been up to?
1: Man, I just been on the road. Yeah. Writing songs every day and uh getting ready for deer season.
0: Yeah. Do you ever get tired of like being on the road? It's like you get back on a Sunday at like five PM and then next thing you gotta do is turn around Monday and go write a song uh i used to yeah i don't
1: anymore yeah but
0: you've, you've been on the road way more than me yeah bro, you know, but i like, feel like you've been writing way longer than me i don't know how long have you been writing i mean like i would say like seriously like you know like where like i'm actually doing something for like five years
1: mm-hmm. you know that's about the same time
0: i've been writing but for like, probably but you've probably had a publishing deal for i feel like once you get a publishing deal it's like a whole nother level of writing right i have In no a sense. idea do you feel yeah. like that I mean, I mean, like, before I was just kind of, like, writing with my friends. I mean, we had I had dates booked out, but it's like now I look at my calendar, I'm like, November, December, dude, February.
1: It's, it's so weird because, like, <laughs> I didn't even, yeah, I mean, when I before I moved here, I'd never even wrote a song with anybody. You you mean, wrote I, I wrote, myself. like, ten songs before I moved here when I was 21. Yeah. The first time I ever wrote a song with anybody was with Craig Campbell. Oh, wow. How'd that go? It, I'm sure it was awesome. I mean, for, for you, Cam- I mean, like, I guess it was, like, Oh, dude, I was, on, like, I I was on, on Cloud, cloud nine, nine, bro. I was on Cloud Nine,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, he I was mean, like I mean, did you friend, use that I as right? like
0: a pickup line? Yeah, I mean, me and Craig Campbell, we're like best friends. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure, bro. Yeah.
1: Family, man. Yeah. I was
0: singing that all the time, dude. Well, I like fish. That's oh, me jam. too. Uh-huh. I, last night I played at the, uh, you know, we were supposed to do this last night, but I had to cancel. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like a big dogged you? Or what do you call it? Big time. Dude,
1: I I felt so big leagued it wasn't even funny. <laughs> I did. I was well, like I meant to text and you. And I was so excited. I was like, man, I'm ready to go do this with the real TL. Yeah. Like I I'm ready. Like TL. I'm ready to go see the We partner. had the real TL
0: on last uh-huh. week. And then you uh you hit me with the old swerve. Well, well, the thing is I meant to text you last week and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And usually, if I don't do something right, when I think about but it, but that's I don't what remember. was weird
1: because you did text me last week, but it was, hey man, are we still on for the podcast? Well, I meant like and after I was that. Like, I meant to. I meant damn,
0: to, he even like followed up with a player. Well, I thought it was Tuesday, and then, but it was really Monday. i just, I'm just kidding. Right. But anyways, I got to play the uh, the Country Music Hall of Fame for Creative Vets last night. It was really cool. But Craig was up there and he played. Um, no way, dude. That's awesome. Man. And I'm playing his uh, his coffee shop tomorrow down there you're Eagle. playing
1: craig's coffee shop tomorrow night. yeah
0: what time i don't know i have to look but i guess <coughs> six or something like that i guess my sound checks at like
1: man i went down there the day they opened it yeah it was awesome i had a croissant sandwich you played down there cheese- yet? no i didn't you play i just went and there. had some coffee yeah i went and had
0: some coffee and uh, man, that place was slammed yeah i've been looking at houses and like i was like looking at like what houses cost down there because it's a little ways out of town i was like yeah can't move down there Mm -hmm. (laughs) real expensive yeah yeah oh yeah dude yeah he's got that uh outskirts of heaven money Mm -hmm. have you been fishing dude i haven't i haven't i've been just writing so much but
1: well i haven't been on the road i'm i'm like chomping at the bit to get on the road i mean we played clemson and statesboro like two weekends ago and i'm off for the next Three weeks and then we are pretty much out my, mostly every weekend yeah and i'm like i can't it can't get here fast enough
0: yeah i'm taking the whole week off next week and i'm like i was going to go down to florida that place i go mm-hmm. but they said they're having like a algae bloom right now so right, the fishing wouldn't be that good so i'm just gonna go down to alabama and fish for a couple of days oh. statesboro how was that Ain't that where you're from? Somewhere down there?
1: Yeah, I'm from Daisy. I'm from like 30 minutes from there. So how did you get into music? Um, I started playing at uh, Rum Runners. Yeah. When I was in in Statesboro when I was like 17 years old.
0: I mean, but have you always played music like as a kid or Um, was it in your family or anything like that?
1: um, Nobody plays music. I just, I remember seeing my cousin playing a drum set. Yeah. That's like my first time ever being around an instrument. My granddad... Would play, would play guitar in the living room sometimes when I was real little. And I remember, like, he didn't play often, and he can only play, like, three chords. But every now and then, I remember getting out the shower when I would go visit with my grandparents, and I would already hear him from the, down the hallway. He'd be in the living room playing the guitar. And I just remember, like, just being in awe, like, going in there and sitting cross-legged in the living room, just yeah. knee-high, you know? Yeah. Just watching him play these same little... He would play Chet Atkins, Wildwood Flower, and like you know, walks across Texas, like songs people have never even heard of. And other than that, I saw my cousin play a drum set one time. He was playing; he had a drum set in his, in his bedroom, and he playing would turn some on
0: Kiss or something.
1: Dude, no, he was playing Bob Seger, old time rock and roll. Oh yeah, and he would just play that thing over and over, That's and I would great. watch him play that shit to this he would just put it on a, um, you know those big ass boom boxes they used to have yeah with like the speakers that you had to like wire in with like speaker wire yeah and it had like the cassette and oh, the yeah. CD thing yeah you could put like eight of them in at one time oh
0: yeah 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 everybody had those yeah
1: dude I forget what they're called but he would turn that bastard up as loud as it would go and just play that song over and over and, and play uh, along with it on yeah, the yeah play along with it and once again I just remember seeing it just sitting in the corner just like could watch him do it all day and first instrument I ever got was a drum set um, when I was probably nine and then but at the time I was playing like my family listened to country music so that's kind of like what I was familiar with and I would play the same thing I would have a cassette thing and I would I would play along to the songs because we didn't have, like, iPods and shit back then, you know? Yeah. Or, like, you could get, like, a... Uh, they have CDs, At dude. best, you could get a
0: CD player with, like, headphones. Yeah. You know, with, like, the foam shit. Oh, I know. <laughs> When I I, my Uh, first truck, I had like one of those, it was a tape, it went tape, and Uh the cord came out, and then you plugged it into CD player. Shit, you had that up until just about a year and a half ago. No, I mean, I had the tape deck, but I didn't have the CD player. Oh, not the CD player, no. You had to get the expensive one, so when you hit a bump, it didn't Uh skew. Anyways. So, yeah,
1: man, Uh I uh, would play those songs, and um, I just got, I remember getting so bored as a drummer, like... With with what was
0: currently popular at that time, so you do play you do play mm-hmm, drums. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I sit down on drums, I'm just like I don't even know what to do.
1: Drums are my definitely my
0: best instrument for okay, sure. Nice,
1: but, but like I went, I got bored with that and went into like Lincoln Park. Yeah, like my when my Nickelback? Par- the Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. When my parents, my mom and dad split, she started dating this guy that just like. He was always playing Lincoln Park. Yeah. So I just kind of got
0: starts with one thing. I don't, don't know, know why. why. Yeah, oh kinda. come
1: on, bro. <laughs> Anyways, Chester Bennington, bro. Yeah. least I mean, uh, RIP, man. He was like my idol as a kid. I mean, I wanted to get the flame tattoos yeah. and shit. I mean, he was just like, he was so good. And there was this album that they did called Live in Texas, and I would I had it had it on DVD. I would come home every day from school. There was there was a solid year in my life where I would come home from middle school, and turn that on in my bedroom on my TV and turn it up as loud as it would go and play along to the whole their whole live set. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, it
0: was like weird, a weird obsession. Mac when you do shit like that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that that story describes me coming up from like eight years old when I got my first kit. Like it was, Aye. I played with a boombox for the longest time. Like I annoyed the shit out of my my family just. It was, I mean, exact same. Drummers thing. unite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah every time it. we go to Mac Wayne's house when uh-huh. he lived down in Selma, and he'd be okay. drunk, he'd make us watch like live performances. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah,
1: dude, that's so funny, but I don't know. I mean, so I guess like that kind of Lincoln Park kind of spawned into this whole thing, and then you know, I was like, I'm pretty, in, like in that punk world, alternative world. We kinda
0: like fuck country at that point in time. I wasn't fuck country yeah. at all. I was like I listened to country, um like when you were being a good boy hanging out with your parents or something. <laughs> I mean yeah. That's kinda how I was. Yeah. You know? I mean
1: I don't know. I just I, I would just gangster rap
0: phase, but I mean I like I like
1: gangster rap. Yeah. No, I like all music. Yeah. But if it's like personally if i'm on my own time and i'm listening to music mm. that i want to listen to i'm listening to gangster rap yeah like storytelling rap it's like the shit we probably shouldn't be listening to yeah. you know like it's yeah. not good stuff yeah. but like it's real it's yeah. their life yeah you know what i mean and it's, it's a, like i grew up with, a with people like that yeah i grew up with people like, yeah. i went to school people like that yeah. you know yeah. so it's like i i don't know i like that thing um i like hank junior yeah you know, Conway Twitty. If uh,
0: so you don't like Hank Jr., I mean, just get get oh, out, dude. you know? I love Hank Jr., baby. What's your favorite Hank Jr. song? Whew, shit, dude. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Dixie on my mind. Yeah, that's a good one. I like uh, Feeling Better. It was like a later one. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that one? I think I have. I'm feeling better. Now that I'm back on the road. I don't know. I can't remember. i have to, I have to send it to you. It's I like OD Denver. Yeah, I love that one too. Major Moves, Country um, State of mind, Country State of mind. Women I Never Had. That's one of my, yeah. Women, women I Never Had. Yeah, Come that's, on, bro. that's our song. Yeah, Come that's on, bro.
1: It's <laughs> uh, good. Jeez Louise. But I don't know. So yeah, I mean, I, I started playing all that shit. Um, and that's what I listen to most time. Yeah. Like if I'm in my truck, I'm listening to Something and from like Breaking Benjamin,
0: yeah, like Good Charlotte. But I feel like, like that. We, I mean I'm a little bit older than you, but I feel like we grew up in that era of, of the burnt CD, you know, mm-hmm. and, and LimeWire, yeah, LimeWire, and it's like on the burnt CD, you you're gonna have some Hank Jr., you're gonna have Bob Seger, and then you're gonna have some Tupac, mm-hmm. and then oh, you're oh, gonna yeah, have bro. some punk rock on there. Oh yeah, bro, you know, and and today it's not like that, you know these kids just don't know uh-huh. i mean you got the playlist now you can make your own playlist but it wasn't the same as like spending the 15 spending the 15 minutes uh-huh. making the burnt cd you I, know? Don't know.
1: I just wound up falling in love with that um the punk they just don't give a fuck yeah they don't give a fuck about nothing
0: yeah like lyrics and
1: but just in their everyday life oh yeah
0: like it's the whole lifestyle
1: it's of It's the it, lifestyle yeah. of it. It's like they stand for something most of the time. Yeah. And it's like I don't know, they just don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, Eminem, didn't give a shit. Uh, Limp Biscuit, none of those guys. Oh, Limp Biscuit. Yeah.
1: And Eminem is the goat for sure.
0: Yeah. For sure. This world.
1: But I don't know, dude, like I had to I had to stop that when I was when I started singing. At the same time that I would be playing those songs in my bedroom all day. I would be playing Linkin Park all day, but when when I was in the shower that night, I would be singing God Bless the Broken Road, the yeah. Rascal Flats. Because yeah. you know? I, I loved singing, but I didn't sing. But when I started kind of deciding that I wanted to sing, I was 16, and I immediately knew I could not sing that genre. But I also didn't know how to play guitar. So I was like, okay, if I'm gonna sing, I'm going to have to sing country, but I can't, I don't, I can't drum and sing at the same time. Like I physically can, Yeah. but I can't, I was like, I don't want to be the weirdo yeah. guy that's, you know, dr- sing, lead singing in the band, but yeah, plays the drums, you know, drums. it's like, so I'm like, shit, I have to learn how to play guitar. So bought a guitar and I learned on YouTube in a couple of months and dude, probably within like, I don't even know, maybe six months even picking it up luke bryan was playing uh the fir- one of the first farm tours in georgia yeah in, in claxton georgia like where i'm from yeah and this fella that owned the farm he was playing at his name was woody yeah Old oh, man so i called mr woody he had a tractor he had the tractor pool every saturday night at his house and mm-hmm. it was the same place so i called mr woody i said hey man i heard there's a fella coming to play we don't know who he was really at the time yeah he had like i forget what song came out but it might have been it might have been that or we rode in trucks yeah I think I just said we woed we woed that's cool wow we rode wow bro it happens anyways so I call Woody and I'm like hey I hear there's a concert at your house and uh you know I've been playing guitar <laughs> and I and I wanna <laughs> this isn't it funny I how wanna, fearless you are when you first I know, start out I was like I wanna come play at that thing you ain't gotta pay me nothing yeah He's like, well, I ain't supposed to give nobody this number, but I here's the guy that headed all this up, and he gives me a random phone number. And I call that guy, tell him the same thing, and he's like, man, we already we already got it covered, but I own a bar in Statesboro, and man, I'll pay you 100 bucks if you come play one night. He said, call me in a couple of weeks, and we'll iron something out. Yeah. And that, that's how I ever even started playing in Statesboro. Yeah. I mean, I guess in a way, literally, like, Luke Bryan playing there's the whole reason I called that guy and then I got that guy's number and then that was my first time playing at a bar. What was the bar
0: down there? It was Rum Runners. Rum Runners. Mm-hmm. Was that where the Blue Room is now or what?
1: no? No. Um, it was. Uh, did you ever go to the Plaza where like Retrievers was and the Tavern or like, um, Rude Rudy's? Mm-mm. What's the right what's ac- the one with the weird name? Down Dingus. There. Dingus. It's so. right across the street from Dingus. Okay. Yeah. But the blue room is obviously close to that every time we play it um i don't know usually when we play in statesboro you know when it's over we'll we're on the bus and back yeah pretty pretty soon but like when i'm just in statesboro visiting you know i i'll usually see al like we'll we'll hang out or something I, i make it a point to go see al when i'm when i'm visiting that dude loves you man dude i love al yeah but, yeah, and, and I'll usually go to the Blue Room with Al when I'm in town, yeah. and he'll give me the VIP treatment. Oh, and it's, yeah. it's a you, – you freaking know. It. Yeah, I
0: know. I know. Yeah. I know awesome. It. So,
1: I mean, like you were talking about, the energy of that shit is
0: just – It's unreal, man. I don't know yeah. what it is. I mean, I think him and William have just done a good job of just, like, they got it figured out down there, you know? Uh-huh. That place is going to sell out whether Riley Green's playing there or mm-hmm. whether – you know the kid that just got a guitars, yeah, playing there. You know,
1: dude, I'm actually going down there um,
0: in two weeks um, to film my music video Sweet. for Lost right now. I, I shot the my my song Whole Lot of Nothing. Mm-hmm. I shot the video down there with uh, Madison Butler. You know him. Mm-hmm. What town? I don't know. It was just on some dirt road. I can. I'll show it to you. Mm. But yeah just I want to a, see There's just some like dirt road and like some I wonder if I'd know it some old houses and stuff and we just shot it right there it was pretty cool that's awesome dude I want to see it yeah I mean it's a we kind of threw it together but it's you know that was when you know budget was pretty low back then mm-hmm. I think we spent 1500 bucks on the whole thing mm-hmm. but I mean we made it look good mm-hmm. yeah we're going down there to film it that's great man um, when is that
1: oh the 28th and 29th Wednesday and see Thursday see where
0: I'll be i'm I'm off
1: i'm you should come yeah oh wait i think i'll leave i'm gonna film it on a floating dock my buddy has a pallet about twice the size of this table here yeah if i'm off i'll definitely be there you should come my buddy has a floating pallet twice the size of this thing with a trolling motor on it oh nice and i'm on put a band on i'm gonna drive that bitch out in the middle of a pond and then have my guitar with me and then have a drone i'm looking forward to Going back down there and seeing all my hometown people and um
0: yeah man, the song's doing good, so Yeah. That's great. There's another have. one that some there's another song that you have that's on TikTok, but it's not like uh the sound is it doesn't have your name on it. Like some one of those like up to date country or somebody shared it. But I was like looking at it the other day. It was, like seventy thousand videos with it or something. I wonder which one it was. Uh, Little Loss is the one that's like sitting on John Mm -hmm. Boat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there like another one called like Four Wheel Low or something like that? Four Wheel Low. Or something like that. Four Low High. Four Low High. How does that one go?
1: Baby, I just want to take it on out.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. That that one's not out, right? Four Low
1: High.
0: That one's not out, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the one. I'll find it and send it to you. It will be soon, though. Yeah. I got a bunch of stuff about to come out. Dude, you got so many bangers and your voice is like... Thank you, buddy. I mean, it's like there's nothing like it anywhere. The real TL. It is, yeah. The real TL <laughs> himself. Yeah. Somebody's, you know I mean? <laughs> got, somebody's got somebody's gotta take the title, you know? Shit. I mean, the real TL's still kicking, so it'd yeah. be great to have you, him, and Tracy Lawrence all on the same time and just, just going back and forth. Just going back and forth <laughs> and just argue about who's the real real TL. Like I mean, you know, we obviously I know he has eighteen only, number one. Do you ones. know him? Here. Have you met the real TL?
1: Tracy Lawrence? Yeah. Yeah, we had him on the podcast. Oh, so that's already happened. Yeah, it already happened.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So, so was that your first time meeting him? No, no, we played a show with him. Are like, you friends with him? Yeah, we're friends. I have his number in my phone. No way. Yeah, we text. It's weird. <clears> I was <throat> talking about that earlier, our last last episode. I
1: met, I met him one time yeah. in Vegas at the ACMs with Rob and Shannon Hatch. Yeah. And I met him for, I don't know, I was, we were all together for about an hour. Dude, he was, was the like coolest a, fucking dude, he person was, ever. he was
0: cool, man. <laughs> oh, bro. We, it was uh, amazing. We had the best time. So my buddy, uh, Boyd, he tour manages for Clay Walker. Uh-huh. And uh, he FaceTimed me one night. with He was with Clay and with Tracy Lawrence. Because him and Tracy Lawrence, do, Clay Walker and Tracy Lawrence do this thing mm-hmm. where they'll go, like, co-bill a show together, but they'll share ba- band members, you know? mm mm-hmm. And they FaceTimed me one night, you know, talking about Dick Down Dallas. They said that Tracy Lawrence came in the bus and was like, i got to show you all this song. I bet you all never heard it and, like, played the song or whatever. So I was already freaking out that, you know, uh-huh. Clay Walker and Tracy Lawrence are fucking listening to my song, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, But we played a show. It was me, him, and Laney. And and where was that McElwain? Uh, That West Virginia. <clears throat> West Virginia show, like, a few months back. And I'm just sitting in our bandwagon, and his manager, his tour manager came knocking on my door. He's like, dude, Tracy wants to meet you. I was like, okay, cool. Because you know how it is when you open for people, you never want to bo- bother oh, yeah, the person you're opening for, you know? Just a germ attack. You I know? know. So, like, you know, I mean, sometimes I don't want to be bothered, you know? So it's like, I get it. But i was like cool and I, so i went over there and we just chopped it up and you know laughed and whatever so i just thought that was really cool and then he does a podcast on his bus it's called tl roadhouse nice so he was like man i'll get you on my podcast did you do it well i was going to okay. and we had a show another show with him that we recently just did but mm-hmm. he had some bus problems so he had to use one of his old buses and he didn't have like the expander mm-hmm. so he didn't do it so he he said he said I missed your podcast and he was supposed to have Hardy on so mm. we he was like we'll we'll get another one but he came and did mine so you know man of his word dude mm-hmm. that's pretty cool that's you know, he didn't awesome, have bro. to come here you yeah. know like didn't have to yeah yeah neither did you but you know oh dude I wouldn't miss it yeah. for the world buddy yeah it's good times man. Good times. Um, well, so, you need to
1: go fishing again on my boat. Oh, we're fixed. gonna
0: do it. We're gonna do it. I'm about to buy a fit one fishing kayaks I seen, seen that. I haven't looked them up yet, so I don't yeah. really know what they are. Yeah. I mean, you got a boat, so you're good. But I think I'm gonna sell mine. I'm about to sell mine. Are right, you? What are you gonna get? Some more hunt, hunting, hunt shit. A... No. No hunting <laughs> shit. Some hunting stuff, guns. Yeah, I got or whatever. I don't stuff. hunt. So no, I, I want another boat. Away. I just want a center console.
1: Center console. Oh yeah, for the river. No, man, every year I go to um Okeechobee and we do like a two week riders trip. Yeah. And we take my boat down there, get this nice little Airbnb on the water. Yeah. It has a boat slip and all. And we basically stay there for like nine or ten days and just set up a studio, write twice a day and fish twice a day. That's great. And once in the morning. Once in the morning. Then we ride. Nap, ride, and then fish a well, well, we'll get up, go fishing. Yeah. Then we'll ride. Yeah. Then we'll fish again. Then we ride. Oh, nice. I don't take naps. so No naps. I don't take naps. a big nap, yeah. Dude, I can't take naps. It's, yeah. It's the weirdest thing. If I if I fall asleep in the day.
0: Yeah. You're screwed.
1: Yeah. If I wake up, I feel so bad. Like, I feel so terrible when
0: I take a nap when I wake up. Yeah. Me and McElwain went down there in Florida. We were getting up at like... Four in the morning, trying to go catch a hammer. Stop at about noon. Take mm-hmm. go eat lunch, take a nap, and then go fishing from four to sundown. But yeah, I, I'm a big mm-hmm. nap guy. But you ain't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I would love to take naps here and there, but I just don't because yeah. I feel like shit. But I want to sell this boat because we've done the Okeechobee thing three years now. Yeah, and I'm ready to make the transition to saltwater. I, I want to do the same thing but do it on salt water but just be able to go down to like i mean pensacola yeah like pensacola. five and a half hours
0: and go catch some reds yeah that's that's awesome yeah yeah no that's fun my buddy you know john pierce mm-hmm. oh dude he slays them dude he bro, slays, he slays some fish right he, he wears them out he but he catches them on fly rods uh-huh. i told him fly fishing was for liberals yeah it right. is <laughs> for sure <laughs> And anyways, uh, so let's get back to your story. So you start playing in Statesboro, Statesboro, <coughs> <Burrow, laughs> doing all that, all that stuff. Where was your next gig at? Like, when did you start? When did you start traveling? Like, um, did you start traveling other places, or did you move to Nashville, or like, how did that all yeah, go? Yeah, I mean, I was
1: seventeen when I started playing at Rum Runners. So I mean, I basically would play. I played there for about three, four months. Yeah. Every Friday night ish. All your friends come. Yeah, family. yeah, the ones that could get in. Yeah, you know, um, so a lot of my friends didn't have fake IDs at the time because I yeah. was in high school. So like, but I did have, I did have friends that were the great a great ahead of me yeah. that were already in college from my high school. So right. I had friends that were in college, even when I was in high school. From that reason, but yeah, I mean, they would all come out. I played there for like three or four months and then i moved to the bar next door for a couple months and then i met this other guy and i started playing at his bar and once i once i started playing for that fella um i just kind of stuck with that bar yeah you know for the most part yeah and then he kind of helped me piece together a band i guess i was playing acoustic yeah for probably like a year and a half um, every weekend, like every Friday and Saturday night, pretty much.
0: I played the same acoustic gig for three years straight. Yeah, so you, yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, I you know, you, you, no monitor, just up there ripping it. Yeah, you know what a monitor was. Yeah,
1: dude. I mean, I, I did all that shit and then he helped me piece together a band and once we had a band, I was 19 and once we had a band, we would play that same bar, but instead of playing outside on the deck, I was able to play inside yeah. on the main stage. So we did that probably once a month, and then he helped me, you know, play in Athens and Macon and Augusta. And, like, we probably had eight to ten different markets that we mm-hmm. played, that we cycled through, thanks to him and his yeah. fr- uh, friendships with people that own venues. And Are you still uh, friends with that guy? Yeah. Who is it? Yeah, his name's Nathan Queen. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, shout out boy. to Nathan. Shout out to Nathan, bro. He's yeah. my boy. And then yeah, so I was playing. You know, I started playing in the bars when I was seventeen. Started playing with a band when I was nineteen. And by the time I was twenty-one, did you go to college or anything? I went. I went to East Georgia. Yeah, for like three semesters. Yeah, yeah. We like, and I, uh, and I was music. working at Coca-Cola in Savannah. I oh, was on nice. a truck. I was on a route. You had a
0: real job. And I had a real
1: job at Coca-Cola, man. I was I rode on a Coca-Cola truck. And just whoever had the most cases that day at the plant is who I rode with, yeah. because they needed the most. They needed the help the most. Yeah. So I was always on a truck that had a thousand or more cases on it every oh, day, wow. and we would have twenty to thirty stops, gas stations, and we would. It so was, what you're saying is you're a lot stronger than you look. Uh, probably not anymore. <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> exactly like I look right now. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> but I don't know. Either way, yeah, dude. So, I was doing that and then playing shows on the weekends. But by the time I was 21, we had enough, you know, we were playing enough shows in the southeast to where I could consistently keep the same band members to where I always had a band available to take shows. Um, And I was just hustling, dude. I was just, I was like, I had the people that were willing to work with me. And so, I just was hustling the shows, bro. I was Were you recording cold any music, others. writing
0: any music at that time or not really? No, I didn't. Yeah. Um,
1: when I was 21 is when I wrote my first song, really. What was and, it called? Let's see. I, I mean, I say that. I wrote my first song when I was 16, and it was yeah. called Closer to Me.
0: Nice. Sounds like a <laughs> It is about
1: exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. A truck and a girl.
0: But like... <laughs> but like the song you wrote when you were 21, you were like, I can really... I could play So I, I probably
1: can... wrote four or five songs before I was 21. But when I turned 21 was when I was like... I had been doing it to a point for three or four years where I was in front of people every night,
0: especially drunk people. Yeah. at like... Playing bars where like. You played country girl shake it for me enough mm-hmm. times to know that whatever you were going to write needed to be something that would get the country girl shaking it for you.
1: Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So like um, when I was 21, I wrote like probably 10 songs and yeah. I picked by myself and I was like, okay, I'm going to record my favorite three of these because that's what I could afford to get done in Nashville. So I drove up here. I see you
0: drove up here.
1: I drove up here. My granddad's Monte Carlo to the ruckus room yeah and I, did, how did you meet
0: the whoever you were recording with did um, you have a connection so
1: back in the day when we all still lived in georgia um ray fulcher yeah had put a song out and i forget what it was even called now yeah. but like it was one of the first it was the first song you probably ever put out so back in the day you were friends with with ray who else oh man um before before i moved here yeah I was buddies with Ray. Yeah. Um, Nate Kenyon. Yeah. Matt McKinney. Yeah. Um, and those are probably the only people that that actually that I knew from yeah na- my place down yeah. there, George Southern. But uh, yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. Freaking that's crazy, mem- right? Memory lane. Yeah. yeah. Taking you back.
0: Yeah. Did you like my pun there? I did. Yeah. I did.
1: But I don't know. I uh I came I met or I called Ray Folcher. I heard him put this song out and I was like, Oh my gosh, this sounds freaking amazing. And I don't know, I I'll, I'll have to text him and I have to I'll have to look on my thing here and uh see what it's what it's called when I leave here. I'm gonna get him on
0: this podcast one day. Oh you should to man raise the shit, dude.
1: He he put this thing out, and I remember calling Ray, and I was like, bro, where did you do this, and how much did it cost? And he's the one that hooked me up with Jamie Tate at Ruckus Room. Yeah. So I come up here, and I record three songs, and then I put them out back in the day, like the old, old TuneCore, or CD Baby, I forget. Yeah. I put them out and just started working it really hard on, like, Facebook at the time, and, like, Twitter, and Vine, and shit yeah. like that, you know? And... I forget what it was but it was like whatever I I had like 3,500 bucks maybe in all all my songs yeah and you know I was selling them on iTunes for like 99 cent or whatever and the EP was like 299 I I wound up selling like a little over 2,000 downloads yeah like the first week that it released yeah you know and I was like to the point where it charted you know at that time like top 10 and I was like Holy shit. This is it. Like, you know, I just made my money back on this. Yeah. And like, this might, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm already playing shows all the time and I'm making a little bit, I'm, I'm getting by with this. Now I got this little bit of, if I just keep writing now and keep putting shit out, keep, hopefully people will keep buying it. So yeah. I don't know. I just, I went all in on it and um, quit my job at Coke. And then put in my two weeks notice and then moved up here
0: Yeah, and like a, a little couple months later been up here ever since been man. up here ever since dude did you have any did you have any like when you first got to town did you have any like other than I guess you had you had Ray and Nate Nate was Nate here yet Nate was here a month before me okay mm-hmm. so I met Nate <clears throat> that the second frat show I did for William mm-hmm. he opened for me And that was before dig down Dallas or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling McKinney, like, I met this guy this weekend, Nate Kenyon. He was like, "Holy shit, dude! That guy's one of the fucking best." Yeah, you know, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, Um, but but I don't know. I mean, like when I first moved here, when I when I moved here, and you went to Ten Roof on Tuesday night, you know, like you would see Luke Combs. Yeah. And,
0: you know, you still, I mean, Chris Young's in, still in there a lot. Yeah, but like, uh, I mean, I wasn't living up here yet, but like Muscadine would hang out yeah, a lot. Yeah, Muscadine, Langston Charlie, would hang out Langston's
1: in there. All, yeah. I yeah. mean, everybody, Travis. Yeah. It was just constant. Everybody was always in there. It's
0: a big group. Yeah, a lot of those people mm-hmm. are and, doing uh, big things now. It's so wild to see like where some was, of those people was, are now. When, uh, I guess was ray and luke writing together a lot when you first moved to town or was that that wasn't even a thing yet was it i don't remember yeah. i
1: think i mean i'm i know they've been writing together for a long time yeah. i don't know
0: how long i'm yeah. sure they have yeah it's wild so you get to town what, do, what are your next moves when you
1: get here i moved here and played a show shout out to cody walden yeah Tenry reef revival he uh he put me on a show there like my second week in town. Nice. And my same buddy, Nathan, Yeah. had a, had a friend that lived here who was an entertainment lawyer. Yeah. And he was like, go out and see my friend Trayton. i he's playing at 10 Roof. So the guy comes out and sees me and he, he's like, man, after my show, he's like, man, I really love your stuff and wound up being Dallas Davidson's brother. Wow. And, uh So he had just started a publishing company and they he offered me a publishing deal was that played again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep i got to uh go hang out with dallas probably like that next week i guess he'd sent dallas my songs and um dallas calls me one day and he was i was like in atlanta or something and he goes hey man this is dallas davidson i was like holy shit yeah what's up man he was like man i love your stuff can i meet you tomorrow for lunch i'm like yes come to town i met him we hit it off
0: and, uh, yeah, you offered me a publishing deal. and I mean, how awesome. crazy is that, you know? I feel like crazy, dude. he calls you. and But the thing, <clears throat> this is something we're talking about. I feel like a lot of the times in the writing world, you see a lot of young artists, you know, they're getting to go write with Casey Bethard and mm-hmm. Dallas Davidson and all these people. Mm-hmm. They don't even know who these people are, <laughs> you know? And we're like, damn, these people are like, like – when dallas calls you you know who he was you know mm-hmm. but like sometimes the, some of these artists don't even know who they're like the opportunities that they're gonna know. you know pretty
1: wild to think it but it's true yeah
0: yeah it's nuts but um you, so you signed the deal
1: mm-hmm. i signed a deal and then um put my touring on hold yeah. did the whole you know okay well i know i've been building this thing yeah but let me put this on hold which was just, like, so stupid. Yeah. Let me put this thing I've been building on hold to just write songs She's and do Nashville. nothing but that yeah. for two years Yeah. to maybe get a record deal, you know? Yeah. But, like, which happened. And I'm you, like, yeah, you got the yeah, record bro. deal. Yeah, bro. I mean, and it's, and it's like, so you good. a song go to radio. It's so good, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I love my team over there. They're freaking awesome. Yeah. And, like, they're fired up about everything we're about to do, so still you know didn't tour for a while so i don't know i kind of it was weird for a while because i mean i was 21 getting you know paid to write songs like i didn't you know i I, like my bills were paid Yeah. like you know it's not much money you know it's not much money but but like bro i was 21 years old not having you know writing songs monday through friday and my and my rent was paid, and like I had a little running around money to go drink. You got it, roof you with yeah, Langston. go to roof, Yeah,
0: and yeah. All the cool so kids. like, yeah.
1: yeah. So I mean, it wasn't much, but it was awesome for that time of my life. But but I was I wasn't doing anything. I just was able to get in a routine. So like, I was here Monday through Friday writing songs. And when you're writing songs, you're done at three o'clock every day, four o'clock every day. So drinking time drinking time yeah he
0: did it every night and then i was here on the weekend i just thought about this and this is completely random so dallas has this house it's like on the river somewhere it's like an hour out of town yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 yeah. it's a small house Mm -hmm. well uh so when i originally before i moved to nashville i I put out a song called whiskey miss me Mm -hmm. we recorded it benchmark with chris utley nice um on the day of the eclipse Oh, Remember yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we came up here and shot the uh, video. Uh, what's that, guys? It was Bono Video. What was that guy's name? Bo, Bo Yeah, Bo Abison. and And uh, oh, wow. he, he did the video. At the time, he was doing muscadine stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's who's going to do mine because, you know. I gotta make it to the next level here. So, Dan Bo's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. We came up here. It was my first like real music video. I did one back in Alabama that was like five hundred dollars. It's terrible. You can find it on the internet. Song's called Breathless. (laughs) But uh, anyways. (laughs) <laughs> we took it off our page, but the guy that did the video left it Did it get pulled? Can you send that to me? I will. So, bad. <laughs> so we use like stock footage. I have this like chin hair that's just I right think, here. Oh, I think no. There was two of the, oh, there's no. like three of the same clips. I'm, I'm wearing a V-neck. This sounds I'm, like Christmas card material. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm wearing like a V-neck. <laughs> you know, I've never worn a V-neck in my life other than that. I mean, day that though. video did really you've had well. A v, you've
1: had a V on your neck
0: yeah yeah of course hey we can hey let's credit this too you know whiskey miss me has crossed over a million streams now oh yeah yeah but anyway so Congrats. Um, i'm sure you. All we the shot the video in his house and mm-hmm. that at that lake or that river house and it was cold as fuck but like when we were shooting the video i found out that it was his house which was insane and did the, it have the georgia bulldogs g in the yard yet I don't think so. Uh-uh. See, that house you're talking Cause about. Because it's like you pull in, the house is right here, and then it has like a yard. Yeah, there's a and boat there, landing. Yeah. There's a there's a boat launch right there. Yeah. yeah, He
1: it must have been after that, but he had a Georgia G cut and like died
0: in oh, his really? grass. Yeah, this was 2017 He sold 18, that so. to Chris Jansen. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be the spot, dude. Like if I could find a spot like that, that would be prime time. I wonder how much a spot like that is now. What, uh, what what part uh, not like out in where, what part of town is that? In? I don't remember where that's in was. Waverly. Waverly, yeah, yeah, that's, that's where I
1: lived during the pandemic. Oh, really? I lived about eight miles from there. Was about an hour and a half out of town, or maybe forty. That place is mine. Yeah. Mine was like an hour fifteen. Yeah, but that's about an hour and a, about an hour and a half.
0: Dude, it was so cold that night, and that's I had the Duck River, and I had Randy McFadden. Mm-hmm. Hello, uh, yeah. she was in the video.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She like played the girl, and uh which is funny because
1: Randy
0: her, yeah her uh, which is funny because she was working for Riley back then mm-hmm. and Ben my guitar player music director in my band was playing for Riley back then Ben Miller Ben Miller yeah
1: yeah yeah I was on tour with Riley oh yeah at that point in time yeah. that was
0: the Outlaws Like Us tour man how was I up. opened up
1: for Riley on that
0: tour for like probably
1: 15 yeah my manager it was like you 20 when days. you on
0: that tour he, I think at Iron City or something who's like that, your right? manager Alex Cape He he said y'all just had one conversation one time He thought you were a good dude Well, thank you Thank you, Alex Cape Yeah, Yeah. he'll he'll be reviewing this He's the executive producer on this Well, Alex Cape, it's been a pleasure knowing you, buddy But, uh, yeah, it's just crazy, man How everything kind of We all connect in some, you know Mm -hmm. Form or fashion And then um, Jordan Rager's been out on the road with us some Nice You know, him and Randy are together now So Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool they're they, just the cutest little couple. They are, man.
1: They it's are. It's great. I saw him at Live Oak. Yeah. About a month ago in a
0: little round I was playing. Yeah, they just it. got engaged. I saw that. And he kept that shit like under his hat because I talked to him. He was like, yeah, it's Randy's birthday. We're just going to Chicago. It's our favorite city. Like, we were on the phone. Like, he could have told me, you know, oh, I'm going to do it this weekend. But He had
1: to commit. He probably committed.
0: In, yeah. In he probably heard he that. Like, a big I'm not mouth, telling so. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> he just committed to the... You want a secret, don't tell Trey Lewis. <laughs> that ain't true. I know some secrets about people. <laughs> he does when, are you get, when are you but getting I engaged? So, I ain't never doing it, man. I'm single like a middle finger for the rest of my life. Why? I'm living out the song. Man, I just feel like... Living yeah. out the song. Yeah, I'm living out the song. I just feel <laughs> like... You know, I mean, Trey, I got the I got the sobriety thing down. You, you know, got I'm, the itch. I've been sober 15 years. <laughs> he don't. He don't have the itch. He Not got the yet. itch. You know, I've I've been sober for a long time, and you know, I feel like I've I've found somewhat of a success of a music career, and you know, I'm yeah, you, you have. know, I see my therapist, you know, on the reg, and I'm a pretty happy guy, and I've got I've got some things figured out, but I, when it comes to relationships, man, I just might just not be for me, man, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Dude, I think you're gonna find a good one here. At some Not point, here.
0: At some point, I don't people do find them in Nashville. I don't know how, but Jesus if you met Christ. a girl at church, would you tell her that you were the guy that sang "Dick Down in Dallas"? Of course, of course. I mean, hell, if my mom's, a, <laughs> hey, listen, for Christmas, I, I paid a lot of my mom's debt off. You know, uh-huh. and if my mom is 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 proud of me, you know, for singing that song good love, point and then loves me if you know and then, then she can too yeah then she mm-hmm. can too Yeah, there you but go. I did date a girl um, I was dating this one girl right before the song kind of popped off and like mm-hmm. I could just tell like it wasn't gonna fly with her family mm-hmm. and like you know and uh, so I just had to like get on up out of there. Dude, you know? that's so funny. Yeah. I just knew that it was, you know, I can get that it would offend some people, but I think it's just going to take the right one to mm-hmm. kind of get there. And I mean, in my last relationship, I really tried hard to make things work. I just, it just didn't.
1: Isn't it crazy? Like you could very well treat a girl better than some random guy.
0: Yeah. But
1: just because you're like this brand. Yeah. You're like you got the big X, just yeah. off the bat yeah. from like some chicks and like their family.
0: You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's that's I mean that's true too. I mean, but I mean it's it's crazy, <laughs> man. It's you know that's the one thing that I've realized too is like it's hard to tell now who's genuine and who's not. Uh, I feel you, dude. Just off the cusp, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but the longer I, you know, I've learned to stay true to myself. It's like. You know, I can, I'll can meet somebody that I like and find out real quick if they're just like me because I sing Dick Down in Dallas or mm-hmm. if, you know, they're actually interested in me, interested mm-hmm. in me as a person. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes, you know, I just think it's like, if I sit there and have a conversation with them, you know, within five minutes, they're going to know real quick that I'm not like what that says. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... It's just about you know being consistent and who I am. How often
1: do people look at you like you're crazy when you like fans come up to you and they're like they're fucked up and they're like
0: let me get you a shot yeah and you have to be like I'm not drink good I don't drink they're like really I bet I bet that's all this but that's (laughs) that was like that before before any of this shit happened I mean that's that's been years and in bars I mean usually Uh I just be like I don't drink but. Hey, Matt, open your mouth, and I'll just... Uh-huh. Yeah, he pour, like, he don't do it anymore, but... Pass it on. Ed, he Pass normally on. comes back there. He used to come back there yeah, and Yeah, I don't just let pour. Matt drink uh-huh. anymore while we're uh-huh. playing. After it's over, uh-huh. he can drink all he wants. Yeah, he he Drummer's got to keep time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, there's too much going on back there now. It's, it's yeah, I'd, I'd rather be sober. <laughs> he's the drummer, you focus, like, he's the stage manager, and he's the MIDI keyboard player. Mm. <laughs> that, starts, that's my new title. Too. That's his <laughs> new title. Starts the tracks. <laughs> it's the MIDI keyboard starting tracks. Space bar. Do you use tracks live or not? Not really. We use do. tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always said I would never, but man, I love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's almost a given now. I mean, you can't. Like, we got so many songs now. If it wasn't there, it's just it sounds so empty. You'd be up shit creek. Yeah. It's it helps a ton. But I mean, when 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 the, if we ever have to cut the tracks off, I mean, we can play as a band. You know. We're good. I mean, my band's the same way. Yeah. But um
1: like I said, we just haven't been playing any shows. I mean when I when I um when COVID hit, yeah, we were on first of three on the Cole Swindell Tour with Hardy. It was me and Hardy and Cole and then uh we did like the first weekend of that tour and then COVID hit. And then once that happened, I moved out to Dixon or you know, Waverly and uh just kind of. Did you something.
0: enjoy the pandemic? Or were you a little bummed out because it kind of screwed up your touring and all that stuff? Cause I like, mean,
1: dude, I was positive. Yeah, I was positive about it. You know, like my team at Warner was like, "Hey, like we don't know how long we're gonna be in this, but like we believe in you. Like we, yeah. you know, we're like, don't worry about nothing. Just keep writing, so yeah. you have enough material for when this the light turns yeah. green again."
0: And now it's starting to go again.
1: Yeah, yeah. It started, my world started spinning again about six months ago. Yeah. But that started with like picking the songs I was recording and then going in the studio and recording them. And like all that shit
0: started like six months ago. How many of your songs that, you know, you've got in the tank to come out are like old songs? Dude, I've got a song called What You Know Good. To begin with, Dude Lost
1: Right Now, I wrote that a year and a half ago. This I've got a song coming out, um, called "What You Know Good." It'll probably come out in the fall. Sweet. Um, I just don't know what's up yet. Just kind of de- now, it just depends on like what starts kind of working. You know, you yeah. got to get something to kind of.
0: What about girl problems? Whatever. <laughs> 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 um,
1: I was told I probably shouldn't put that yeah. One out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Great funny. song. I think yeah. it's. cool. I think
0: one day when we have a bunch of hits, maybe me and you should do it together, and mm-hmm. then you know. Hmm. Just do it with a girl. We'll yeah. just do it with a girl,
1: and we'll be fine. Yeah, it will be good. Uh, maybe we can get Lainey on it. Yeah. She's crushing
0: it right now. She's crushing it, bro. Dude, good for her, man. Miss Louise. And she's awesome. She's a good person. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so I just wrote songs out there, and um, I mean, you know, life happened. Like yeah. It was, I, I felt positive about everything because I was like, okay, I, I can write songs every day. This is going to. But I would be lying if I said, I mean, if I didn't get burned out. I mean, I got so burned out, bro, to a point where, like, I was questioning if I even wanted to be doing this shit anymore. Yeah. You know? Because I'm like, damn, I done been here for, like, almost seven years. And, like, I don't know. I just went crazy. Yeah. I went crazy after, like, a year and a half. Because <clears> I just <throat> – I started I, I started playing music, you know, when I when I was 17. Yeah. You know? So, it's like I was on the road in front of people, like,
0: that's all you know man and it's like i'm not doing that anymore yeah and so it was just so like
1: and then during my pandemic you know i figured out that like you know i had like a bunch of family trauma you know from childhood trauma from family stuff to till my you know until i left georgia you know i had so many traumatic things happen in my life to where it was like through therapy and shit yeah you know i was like oh my gosh like I've been on the road. You hear that,
0: folks? Two country boys talking about therapy. Oh, yeah,
1: bro. I'm like, shit, I've been on the road this whole time because I've been like, I don't want to stop and have to think about shit. When you shit. run
0: off of ambition for so long. Yeah. You know, that's... So, like, when my dad passed away, I was 26, and I feel like from 26 to, th- to like, 32... Um, like, 30, I got divorced. So, like, from my dad dying and then my divorce, it was like, okay, I've got to, like, just... Head, put my head down and just like I'm going to prove everybody wrong you know type of thing mentality which was good for me you know Mm -hmm. like it it got me to the point that I'm at now but at the same time there was parts of me that hadn't healed and I Mm -hmm. wasn't allowing myself to feel those things you know and Mm -hmm. ran from those things I I get it yeah it sucks yeah
1: but I'm proud of you buddy yeah man you're doing it bro we're doing it yeah man so I don't know I just it was more for me. It was it was more than like because I don't want to sound like a whiny little bitch. This yeah. like oh my god, I've been in Nashville six years and I'm not, success like because there's people that live have been here for fifteen years. Yeah, and so it's and like, don't like even I don't, got a pub deal. Yeah, it's not about that. It's like when it sucked for me because I realized how much weight I put on those things because I was not healed. Yeah, not dealing and once with that I didn't stuff. once I wasn't able to use that as an outlet. I had no choice but to sit home every day and just like deal with shit that I had no I had no clue how to deal with. Mhm. So it just like started this really dark place for like a long time. Yeah. Um but you know obviously I'm a big believer in, in God and stuff of and like that, you know. Um I definitely got closer to him through the pandemic and he pulls me through like he always does. Yeah. And you know I've just, uh, so, I mean, I haven't done any tour dates until like two weekends ago, pretty much since that cold tour, which was two years ago. So, like I said, I mean, shit, the fact that I'm three weeks away from being on the road every weekend again is amazing, but it's also like like I feel healthy. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to going on the road because... I love my job, yeah. and now I'm looking at it like, oh shit! Like I've got all these songs I've written that I feel like are me, mm-hmm. and I'm about to be able to put these out, and I'm gonna have shows, and like, if people want to come see me and hear the songs, they can, like, and that's cool. You know, it's yeah. like I have I'm enjoying that and having fun and uh, looking forward to that more so than I was prior to the pandemic. I think you know yeah. I think I was with pretty- a clear head. Yeah, think I was pretty, you know, on a treadmill mm. of just like, okay, yeah. Well, you know, it.
0: they say everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, you know, maybe part of that reason was to see, you know, get your mind right. I know for me, the pandemic allowed me time to hang out with people that I wouldn't normally hang out with. You know, like when I was lit, when I first moved mm-hmm. up here, it was like, you know, we got to go play four ten roof shows all over the wherever, you know, South Carolina. Raleigh whatever mm-hmm. so like I'll get back Sunday night I'll have three co-writes of people I barely even know you know and then but like the pandemic happened I started hanging out with like more like me and McKinney always hung mm-hmm. out and might be his okay. ass in Madden but mm-hmm. um, I started hanging out with Maxwell and Dawson Edwards and uh-huh. all that you know all those All those people. That's
1: a good good crew out
0: there. And JB and I mean Um, I met Joy Beth during the pandemic mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know I have a right with her
1: coming up pretty soon.
0: Oh man, that'll be Mm -hmm. a good one. Me, I mean me and Ella lived together since we you know since I moved here, but um, just started hanging out with people, you know, and then that kind of allowed for you know what happened coming out of the pandemic for me. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, uh, I didn't meet you till the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, we didn't meet. I I've always been a fan of yours, so this is kinda of like a dream come true for me today. Well, I'm a big fan Taking of Taking Me Back to the screen, uh, So how does it go? Giving me the, the headlight head glow. Uh huh. Yeah. It's Taking like me back by Trey Landon. Y'all go check it out. Road.
1: Did I think I've had enough people ask me about that song. I think I'm gonna have to I'm gonna I'm gonna have to recut it eventually and put yeah. it out again. But it's out now, right? It's out.
0: It's yeah. out you got to do like a Taylor's version. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I just you know that's you know how you
0: look back on your early stuff and you're like, "Oh dude, my 2013 record is embarrassing." We yeah. had uh we had a pop artist on here a few weeks ago, his name is mm-hmm. Baby Jake. And <laughs> uh, and he was like, "Man, I went back and listened to your 2013 record and I was, like, "Oh no, no, no." You know.
1: <laughs> but what's what's ironic with that is I mean, it's different when you're in Nashville but like when you're on the road or like when you're back in your hometown or like most people love that stuff like i'd be it'd be shocked. i i it would it would it surprises me how many people would be like man i like your first stuff you were doing better than the stuff you're doing now
0: yeah and i'm like why would you say that to me i'm yeah. like
1: because i listen to that stuff and i'm like man this shit i'm doing now is way cooler than
0: that yeah i don't know it's so weird yeah i mean i've had people say the same thing to me i I have this one guy. He's one of my biggest fans. He's been a fan since Breathless, the terrible music video. He's all like, when he comes, when we go up to like North Dakota, South Dakota, he's like asking me if I'll add that in the set, and there's like no way in hell I'm gonna do it. But like, you know, he loves those songs. Dude, you gotta love it. But anyways, man, we've we've rambled on for a long time. So what do you got coming up? You got a ton of new music in the tank. I you have a release bunch, date? You got anything? Uh,
1: we're kind of just waiting. Like I any? said,
0: we're gonna go film the music video
1: two yeah. weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. For Lost Right now. So I mean, we're we're just that's that's my most healthy song I've ever put out. Yeah. As far as like like my first my first week numbers yeah. were are better than any song I've ever put out. That's great. And Love by Country Boys got like twelve or thirteen million, I think. Man. like on all platforms so I mean that that song did really well and it streamed a lot less first week than yeah. than Lost Right Now so based on like the trajectory and all the data that everybody looks at you know it's doing really good and um, I, I just I don't even know it, it's crazy to yeah. get on TikTok and see all these videos that you're talking about the yeah. people, people just like just posting shit Yeah, and it's like I don't know it's so cool but yeah, we're going to shoot that music video and then kind of ride the storm on that song until, yeah. you know, until we feel like, oh, shit, not as many people are listening to it now. Yeah. Whenever that time comes, we'll have something. I mean, the good yeah. news is I have so you many songs ready to go right now that it's like, where can everybody
0: find you on social media? Just at Trey Landon. At Trey Landon. T R E A B. Yeah, he doesn't spell it T R E Y. Tria. Tria. That's what all my Uber drivers call me. Tria. I'm just like, you sure. Yeah. yeah, I've never. I haven't met many people that spell tray like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I but,
1: I don't think I've ever seen it either. Yeah, but I don't. I, I'm not good at paying attention.
0: Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big kid, bro. You're a your third. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a third. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Me too. Um, well, dude, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, man. Glad we got to do it. Hang in there, buddy. You'll meet you a girl one day. Oh man, whatever. <laughs> You'll whatever. meet you a girl one day. Whatever. Just, I'll uh, talk to you when you when this episode comes out. You won't have one anymore. So you know, I'm Don't just kidding. Even no, on me, Ricky I'm Bobby. Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Y'all be sure to go check out Trey Landon. He's got uh I mean, I'm sure a bunch of y'all already know who he is, but if you haven't heard of him, go check out his music he's got a ton he's got a ton of music Mm -hmm. in the catalog I listen to it a lot he sends me his demos so I get to listen to them before y'all do and um, anyways but uh, yeah man thanks for coming on and uh, thanks for having me thank y'all for watching episode 17 18 of the DM Monday podcast listening or watching and uh, please rate and subscribe we'll see y'all later peace out give a holler to that out the city around the farm, do some fishing in the dark, get you digging out the stars a little closer out No, oh, if you need a little change of view, you wanna see how that down home looks on you, light it up, he'll be gone, just give a country boy a call. You wanna see what you hear in them country songs Wanna watch a harvest moon hang all night long You wanna stick them high risers in the rear view He's got a cross hanging from the middle one All you gotta do is give a holler To that blue collar boy out in the holler Let him ride you out the city, round the farm Do some fishing in the dark Get you digging, have the stars a little closer